The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Valentine's Day. Ah, that oh-so-special day when roses, heart-shaped thingies, saccharine candy, and overpriced romantic dinners are all the rage. But we in the Math Dude household don't go for these easy gestures of our affection. No, we're trend buckers. We prefer poetry. And so it is, math fans, that I present to you this piece of St. Valentine's-inspired mathematical poetry. Roses are red, violets are blue, all of the sand grains on all of the earth are too few to enumerate how much I love you. Roses are red, violets are blue, all of the stars the universe wide are too few to count how much I love you. Roses are red. Violets are blue. All of the atoms that make up our planet are still too few to add up to how much I love you. Even if you multiply these numbers together, raise one to the power of the next and then the other, or get crazy and do both in rapid succession, you'll find love can't be quantified by mathematical expression. So, uh, just how much affection am I talking about here? In other words, how many grains of sand are on Earth's surface? How many stars are there in the entire universe? How many atoms does the whole planet contain? And if these numbers aren't big enough, how can we use math to express how much we love somebody? Those are exactly the questions we'll be answering today. Let's lead off our list of big numbers that are still not big enough to express my love with the number of grains of sand on the surface of the Earth. Long-time math fans may recall estimating the number of grains of sand on all of Earth's beaches long ago. Through a series of reasonable assumptions and guesstimates, we arrived at the conclusion that Earth's beaches must contain something like 5,000 billion billion, which is about 5 times 10 to the 21 grains of sand. But instead of just Earth's beaches, what about the entire surface of the planet, including deserts, ocean floors, and every other sandy place? Can we come up with an estimate of this number? Of course we can. To estimate the sand on Earth's beaches before, we multiplied our estimate of the number of grains per cubic centimeter by our estimate of the number of cubic centimeters of beach. This time around, all we need to do is multiply that same estimated number of grains per cubic centimeter by an estimate of the total volume of Earth's sandy surface. How can we estimate this new volume? By making the very simple assumption that the entire Earth is covered by a uniform one meter deep layer of sand. After all, the ocean floors, which are something like 70% of the planet, are sandy. So we won't be too far off by assuming that pretty much the whole thing is sandy. Of course, this isn't actually true. But it's a decent assumption for the level of accuracy we're looking for. Why one meter deep? Well, why not? 
We could have said two or ten or any other reasonable number of meters, but one meter seems like a good choice, so let's go with that. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid is about performance, not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. If you do the math, you'll find that the volume of a one meter deep layer of sand all the way around the Earth is about 5 times 10 to the 14 cubic meters. If we multiply this by our assumption from last time that a cubic meter of sand contains roughly 8 billion sand grains, and then do a bit of rounding to account for the large uncertainties in our estimates, we come to the conclusion that there are perhaps as many as 10 to the 24 grains of sand on Earth. It's certainly a huge number, but it's not nearly enough to measure my love. How about the number of stars in the universe? Is that number perhaps big enough? Thankfully, this calculation is a bit simpler. To estimate the number of stars in the universe, we just need to multiply the average number of stars in a galaxy by an estimate of the total number of galaxies in the universe. An average galaxy like the Milky Way contains roughly 400 billion stars, plus or minus 100 billion or so. And there are estimated to be roughly 400 billion galaxies in the visible universe. Again, plus or minus 100 billion or so. Which, multiplying these numbers together, tells us that there are something like 10 to the 23 stars in the universe. Yes, it's another really big number. In fact, our estimate says that there are probably more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on all of Earth's beaches. But there may very well be more grains of sand on the Earth as a whole than stars in the universe. It's impossible to say exactly, because the numbers actually work out pretty close. Regardless, this still isn't enough to measure my love. Perhaps we can find an even bigger number by estimating the number of atoms that the Earth contains. This one is another fairly easy estimate if we assume that the Earth's mass is mostly, or at least on the average, made from atoms with a weight similar to silicon or oxygen, which are big components of its silicate rocks. There are lots and lots of heavier atoms like iron in Earth's core. But it's really not a terrible estimate to say that the whole thing is on average made of stuff with the weight of silicon. If we divide the total mass of the Earth by the mass of a single silicon atom, we find that the Earth is made up of roughly 10 to the 50 atoms. That is way, way more than the number of grains of sand on Earth which should be obvious since each of those grains of sand are themselves composed of a lot of atoms. And it's also way more than the number of stars in the universe. But in no way is it enough to measure my love. In fact, you can multiply these three huge numbers together, 10 to the 24 times 10 to the 23 times 10 to the 50, which is 10 to the 97, and you'll definitely get an enormous number. But, of course, it's minuscule compared to my love. You can raise one to the power of the next and then the other, as the poem says, and you'll get a number that has over 10 to the 74 decimal digits, an unfathomably large number. Yet, as you know by now, 
It's still a number that is dwarfed by my love. Because, as the poem concludes, although numbers may get bigger out to infinity and beyond, my love will always be greater, equal to infinity plus one. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for you and all the math fans in your life. Thanks in advance for your support. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more.